So here's the choice. Some people say the USA is finished. It's evil, a has-been, full of hate and injustice. The US Constitution should be trashed and the Bill of Rights abolished. No free speech, no gun ownership, competition and free markets are bad. We're all too stupid. For our own good, the government must own everything and know all your secrets. Other people say that America has created the freest, richest, happiest, most generous society that has ever existed in the world. That's why millions of people are desperate to come here and escape their brutal lives in Cuba, Venezuela, North Korea, and 100 other countries. In America, we have the right to succeed, the right to our own living, the right to have a family, the right to believe in God, the right to have our own ideas, the right to be safe and secure, and the right to be left alone. Where do you stand? Help us save the Constitution and restore the American dream. Go to SaveMyFreedom.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Eight five five Law Radio. If you want to contact us, call us at eight five five Law Radio. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. We got Denise Dirks. We got Cal Hunter. We've got Todd Cunin. Uh, Cal Hunter is our producer. He's the Ed McMahon of Radio Law Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> didn't he like? Uh, they didn't in the old days. You know, I saw an old old days. Uh, old days. I saw a Johnny Carson clip from way back when, and it was when when he first started out, and it was so interesting to watch. And it shows him smoking a cigarette. On the stage, yeah. you know, and I think he was interviewing, uh, I think it was like uh, Dean Martin or something. I don't know, but they were just, they're all smoking and they probably have, uh, I'm not saying anything about it, they probably had a drink or two sitting there, you I'm know? I'm sure, yeah. His yeah. timing just... became so good. He was he was like Jack Benny in his timing, just practically flawless in his timing. Did, yeah, did so you, you ever yeah. seen clips from the Johnny Carson show in the 70s wearing <laughs> the outfits that were popular? I mean, all I'm saying is... He made golfers look well-dressed. I mean, somewhere out there, there's a VW without seat covers. I'm looking at Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon. It's like, who's designed those sets? That was the 70s. Oh, my favorite, though, was when he had that little baby gorilla, and it went down and reached down and squeezed him really hard. Don't you remember that? I don't remember that. Oh, my God. The eyes of the – do you remember that? The eyes of the little baby gorilla were, like, looking like, what's going on? And you should have seen the face of Johnny Carson. Funny. Remember, this is the most entertaining, exciting, and sometimes informative show on earth. Uh, we're only talking about general topics of law. Uh, we're not uh, giving you legal advice. Seek uh, seek counsel. Please don't use us as any authority. We're having fun, yet talking a little bit about uh, informative issues. Uh, uh, we do have Twitters, Instagrams. We have info at Radio Law Talk if you want to email us. And or uh, you can call us at 855-529-7234, especially... When we do our case or no case, and don't do it yet, because we're going to talk about, after that, we're going to talk about Bruce Springsteen, the Robin Hood lawsuit, Anheuser-Busch Seltzer lawsuit, and we're going to talk about Meghan Markle uh, lawsuit. And uh, the interesting thing at the end of hour three is what's the most important thing we do? 
quick takes. And we're going to do a little quick take on the whole show, just a little tidbit that you can take home with you and relax and remember the rest of the week because we know about seven minutes of your time is all we're going to get mentally because that's about all you have the attention span for. Pretty but, much. But, Cal, let's do it. Let's do a case or no case. Now it's time to play all right, Case or No Case. Yeah. Retrofit Customs makes the toys so men can customize their pickup toys and some of their cars. You know, fiberglass bolt-on kits and glue-on kits and what have you. So they went to SEMA, the auto show in Las Vegas that everybody goes to, and they fixed up a truck there. And there was a YouTube influencer there with whom they had a relationship who had about 2 million viewers. Woo. And so all the customization on this pickup, on this F-350, counting the truck and the wheels was all, and all, was worth $100,000. Was, I say, was. The YouTuber, Alex Stromberg, went to Vegas to pick up the truck from the SEMA show and, shall we say, did some unforgettable things in Sin City, which he alluded to in his YouTube posts. His wife, Lucretia, or Lucy Stromberg, saw the posts so when the truck came home, she did some modifications of her own with a crowbar. Starting on the custom kit of the bumper modifications, the fender panel scratched and peeled off all four of the custom wheels on the sharp end of the crowbar. She scratched them, and she got a hammer and nail, tried to pound nails in the tires, and the tires were 500 bucks each. She was bent on revenge. Alex put the video evidence of the feud on YouTube, and retrofit customs people were furious so they sought counsel to see if they could recover some of the money, or uh, not just the truck, but some of the money they gave the YouTuber. It cost them 100000 uh, bucks, more than 100000 they said. So they asked their lawyer to advocate, and that's what I asked you yesterday. I've got a quick question. So you're saying, okay, I get the YouTuber. The YouTuber took the truck right. and did a video, but who was the one that dented it up? And His wife. His wife. The ex-wife or wife? No, his wife. Right. Why was she so mad about it? Because he posted what he did in, in the Vegas that was... You know, what which, stayed in Vegas or what did, happened in Vegas did, did not stay gotcha. in Vegas. Yeah. Stay. So he was doing something on the video that, that showed that he shouldn't have been doing the wife was upset about. Very upset. Got it. The it. YouTuber's okay. wife was upset. Yes. Affirmative, yes. Oh, okay. I thought it was the, the custom truck guy's wife. Nope. No. no. Yeah. Custom truck wife people wife. are upset because their their truck got vandalized by the ex got it. on the video. But the YouTuber, he didn't buy that or was given that no, no, truck no, no. or anything? No, no, no. He's a he two million YouTube influencer. Ford, uh, Ford and this, and this uh, retrofit custom said, here, this guy makes us let, take the truck, man, drive it around, put it in your YouTube video. And he was doing things that were inappropriate, yeah. uh, according yeah. to his wife. Yeah, according got to his it. wife, yeah, and according to him, actually, yes, right. Okay. So case or no case, and I think it's Mr. Cunin's turn to make the decision here, Todd. Oh, good heavens. Well, I'm going to say that, oh, well, all right. What I want to say is that if it is a case, the the YouTuber wins because the truck was given to him with no conditions that it be used for any period of time. It was given to him. It was his property, and if his wife did that— they don't have a claim for vandalism against the wife. The YouTuber might because it was his truck and he was the victim. But if he didn't file anything, they don't have this vicarious claim against him. So I would say uh, scenario, but no case. They, they, they don't have a claim against the wife for vandalism of the truck that they gave the YouTuber. Hmm. All right, Denise Dirks, what say you? You dabble in uh, domestic law. <laughs> dabble, I'm teasing. That's they make your living. So what? Uh, what do you say to this? Well, my understanding is that the YouTuber just took 
possession of that truck to use in a YouTube video to promote that truck. So it was just exactly right. given. So it's really a bailment situation where the YouTuber was in charge of taking care of and ensuring that truck was not um, injured or damaged during his temporary possession of it. The owners were still the auto show truck owners. Right, and that it was used to promote the brand. This right. is the arrangement they had. Right. Right. Okay. And so I think that it's a case, and I think that the owners of the truck can prevail against both the YouTube under a, 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 the idea of bailment, but also against his wife for the actual damage as well. Okay. Mr. Penny, what do you think? Is this a, is a case, do you think? Yeah, I'm going to say it's a case. I, I, I know it's a scenario, and it's a case, um, and I'm going to say who wins is the – I'm just going with the standard question, answer because I know it sounds – you know, weird, but I, you know, a lot of times Cal tricks us. I'm just going straight standard, <laughs> and I'm going to say it's very clear. That's such a clear liability case. The wife's at fault. The the cut the custom company sues the YouTuber and the wife and wins. Hmm. So we're the same. Okay, so that I I really love listening to the way you guys think through these things, especially Fred saying this is Cal giving us too boring cut and dried. In fact, it's so boring. Fred's just looking on his phone for wondering how. I he am. Can... I'm trying to. Oh, I'm looking at my phone. I just posted your picture. Just oh, so you know. great! Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so those of you who say this was a case, let me see. That would be Denise and Fred. Fred, you said it was a case. Oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, dang it! Let me tell you what really happened. Cow. The actual YouTuber is the guy who decided that it would be fun to rip everything off. No particular reason. He just got aggressive with it and decided he was going to tear all that fiberglass stuff off that truck. Wow. And he did and posted a YouTube of it. $100,000 Ford F-350 just customized to the nines. And he just beat the heck out of but it. But you know what? They probably made so much money on that YouTube video that it was worth as much as the truck or more than the truck. That's my thinking. And interestingly enough, uh, all the little fiberglass panels, you can replace all those. And body yeah. shop guy can fix it back. Yeah, the they truck. probably cost them three, four, I don't know, three, four, five, uh, maybe $10,000 yeah. to replace them back. Lost the value of the kit. Yes. And, and if the, if so the, you win too. And win. if the YouTuber has a, as part of his genre, those kind of antics, and you give him a truck, you kind of got to expect that that's going to happen. Right. Right? We're going to come back and talk about Bruce Springsteen. All right. Stay tuned. This is Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and, of course, on RadioLawTalk.com. Now this. This portion of Radio Law Talk is brought to you by Strauss Naturals. For more information, go to StraussNaturals.com. That's S-T-R-A-U-S-S, StraussNaturals.com. Wayne Elliott here to tell you about my experience with Strauss Naturals Heart Drops over the past 20 years. Strauss Heart Drops saved me back then and changed my life forever. It's hard to describe how invigorating it is when you support your healthy blood flow everywhere. There is scientific evidence that Heart Drops ingredients help maintain healthy lipid concentration. Cholesterol is in the blood lipid group. This supports blood flow, our body's most important function. I was able to maintain a healthy heart and blood flow. Strauss Heart Drops work, I can assure you. No contraindications with pharma drugs. Strauss Heart Drops are safe, and Strauss guarantees your satisfaction with a hassle-free guarantee so you can't go wrong and certainly have nothing to lose. I've seen folks taking heart drops that have greatly improved their lives. Available online at StraussNaturals.com. Thank you very much. 
These products may not be right for you. Always read and follow the label. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-451-1124. 800-451-1124. That's 800-451-1124. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 738 738 738 it's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Sitting to my left uh, is a former prosecutor for the DA's office in Tennessee and in California, now has his own criminal practice. Uh, DWIs or DUIs, some some states call it DUIs, drunk under, uh, Dri- driving, driving under, while the, under influence. the influence, and DW, driving while intoxicated. intoxicated. So yeah. same thing. But DWI, Bruce Springsteen, what state did this occur? This uh, was in New Jersey. In Jersey. What, yeah. And what happened? Mr. Springsteen may be born to run, but he'd never not be running 
that motorcycle while he's intoxicated. That's what a park ranger said. I think born to drink. Yeah, well, that could be too. So um, tequila, apparently. Yeah. So he was in a state park and he was on his motorcycle, and it's it's unclear from the reports if the park ranger actually saw him driving or riding the motorcycle or if they came upon him he's sitting on the motorcycle it's on it hasn't moved but by the same token they're deducing from the evidence that you had to have driven it here and if there was no alcohol on your person or a small amount and you were clearly intoxicated then you were probably intoxicated when you drove it here circumstantial evidence and a dui but the long and short of it is this happened in November of last year, the incident with the park ranger. Now, we're using allegedly as to whether or not he is actually guilty of DUI. But at this point, the reports are that he performed poorly on the what they call the standardized field sobriety tests. I have an issue with that name as a defense attorney, but he performed poorly on those. And it says that he refused a breath test. And he is now facing uh, charges for being under the influence um, while operating a motor vehicle, and he's probably facing something for refusing the breath test because in most states there is this implied consent where you have to submit to a breath test or do you? That's the question that I raise. Only if you want to keep your license. Well, well it depends on the state. It depends. But it on depends the, more importantly on something else. It depends on the state, and it depends on where the officer was, at what point the officer was in the investigation. Take California, for example. Now, I want everybody to listen here. I am not telling you to refuse breath tests. I'm only telling you what the law requires, and this can be very confusing, especially if you are somewhat inebriated. So there are two types of breath tests. One is called, in state of California and other states, one's called a preliminary alcohol screen test. And then the other is the evidentiary breath test, which is what they use to say this is what your blood alcohol level was. Okay, In the state of California, when the officer is doing their investigation and they're having you do these field sobriety tests, the three standard ones are the horizontal gaze nystagmus, where they track your eyes back and forth. The second one, no, not finger to nose. The, oh. the second one is the one leg stand. Close your eyes, raise your leg about six inches off the ground, count to 30, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000. And then the third test is called the walk and turn. Take uh, start at a starting line, take nine steps, heel to toe. Go nine steps up, pivot nine steps back. And the officer is looking for certain what they call clues of impairment, which I think is a load of BS. But whatever, whatever, I'm I'm not defending here. After the officer has done all of those, they can administer what's called a preliminary alcohol screen test, which is part of the field sobriety test. In California, it says right in the code, you can decline to take the preliminary alcohol screen test, the initial breath test. Why? Because you aren't under arrest yet. The officer is still investigating. And here's where it's confusing. Once you're arrested, if the officer determines, okay, now you're under arrest. Let's say, I don't want to take that preliminary alcohol screen test. The law says I don't have to take it. And the officer says, fine, I got enough evidence. I'm placing you under arrest. I want you to take this test using the same device. Yeah. Now you have to take it. Simply because, or, or lose your license, or lose your license but, for years. But Simply, can, you say, is, couldn't it be like a felony too if you no, don't do it? No, no, so it's, it's not just enhanced. A, the only thing that makes uh, a 
drunk driving related charge a felony? There are only two things. One is if there's Depending a, on every state's different. Uh, uh, pretty yeah. much most states are this is way, what they've got. Generally speaking. Which is one is if you get into an accident and somebody else is injured. It can be a felony there, usually dependent based upon the injuries. The other is no accident, but you have three prior DUIs within a 10-year period. The fourth one is a felony. Oh. That is what they can use. And and it, so the fact that you don't take the test, that uh, the preliminary, or the breath test, you lose your license for a year. But it and, and then you have to take a blood test, right? And, and what's more, yeah, they can go get a warrant. And they can take your blood anyway. And again, some states are different. you got to check your state and figure it out. That's why we say seek counsel. But that's interesting how that works, Todd. That's, that's... I, I looked at the... I looked so at what the, happened here? What so did he, I looked he at the law in New Jersey, New Jersey. in got prep it. for this. And it's a little unclear, but the law seems to read that the obligation to take the breath test only applies... After the subject has been arrested for DUI, then you have to comply with the but test. But can't they say, I want an attorney? If I'm under arrest, I want an attorney. No. Uh, well, if you're under arrest. arrest. That's what I'm saying. And uh, I'm not going to take the arrest, but I wanna, I want, I'm seeking counsel. Um, the, uh, in, in the state of California, it, you still have to take the test, and you're not entitled to counsel before you take the test because it's not deemed as a statement against you. Gotcha. Right? You don't have to say anything, yeah. but you have to, okay. So, but in the Springsteen thing, didn't he just pull up on a motorcycle and people gave him a shot of tequila and the cops saw him drink the tequila and that led to the whole thing? Well, the, or was it more complicated the, the, the cops saw him take a drink, uh, I think it was Patron, and then he admitted to having drunk some tequila a little Two bit shots. earlier. Oh. But here's the thing. So the cop says he performed poorly on the standardized field sobriety tests and that and that the report says he refused the breath test but it's unclear from every report that I've seen if the cop asked him to take the breath test before he was placed under arrest or after and the law seems to read that if it was before if it was that preliminary alcohol screen test he might not have to take it but if he was placed under arrest and then declined to take the breath test He's, he's, he's liable for that. But every news story said, but he was cooperative. He was cooperative the whole way Here's through. the other thing that's interesting, yeah. Cal. Yeah. This happened in November. Why are we hearing about it because right now? Because of the Super Bowl ad. That's exactly. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, so, yeah, but it's interesting that's yeah. how that occurred. Well, we might talk a little bit more about this, but we got the Robin Hood lawsuit and Anheuser-Busch seltzer suit, which is really interesting as a small company is suing Anheuser-Busch. We'll be back right after these messages from our wonderful people. Yep, we hope you stay tuned for Radio Law Talk. There's much more of it coming up. We're not done by a long shot. You can catch catch us on your favorite station and always on radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Life can be full. If you pay my fee, I'll take your cake. Are you serious? Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Before we move on to uh, Robin Hood, uh, let's finish up on the Bruce Springsteen things you were talking. Well, about. just one thing. You look, I, I know I mentioned a couple of times. I said, you know, I don't like the field sobriety tests. I don't like the fact that they call them field sobriety tests. I think that that's somewhat prejudicial when you start presenting that evidence in court. For this reason, the tests that they have you do really don't have anything to do with sobriety. They have everything to do with coordination. Right. Now, the officer, if you are uncoordinated, a couple of those tests I cannot do because of previous back surgeries and what have you without doing what the officer would say, failing the test, right? Even though I haven't, I haven't had a drink in 10 years. And so, ten, oh, it's ten. Okay, well, something down. like that. Ten I'm not under years. oath. But, uh, yes. but I'm not, I, I've had nothing today. Yeah. And so, but I would, so, far. I, so you know, if I tried those <laughs> tests, the officer would be able to determine that I am uncoordinated, but not necessarily that I am intoxicated. Or inebriated. Or inebriated. And, and so it's got to be this combination of the tests coupled with the officer's observations of the odor of alcoholic beverage, glassy, watery eyes, slurred speech, and you get there. But when you go into court and you say, oh, he flunked the field sobriety tests, the jury immediately thinks, okay, he flunked field sobriety tests, which means he must have been drunk. No, it means he wasn't coordinated. What they should be saying is he didn't do well in the coordination tests. That, in connection with other signs of intoxication, led us to believe he was drunk. And so there's just a bit of an issue there with gotcha. that. Gotcha. Semantics. So yeah. I wonder why they pulled the ad for the Super Bowl. This is interesting. Because and they did it after the Super Bowl ad aired, by oh, the way. Oh, really? Because they this, yes. this happened in November. Right. right. That's why I'm saying it's weird. There was a Super Bowl ad that was played, Bruce Springsteen, in February. And it was for Jeep. And it was, yeah, it was for Jeep. And you wonder, did Jeep know about this arrest? And, and it'll be curious to see if there's any legal action down, because if Jeep didn't know about the arrest in November, 
And if Springsteen's contract with Jeep for the Super Bowl ad contained a morals clause where you've got to disclose this kind of stuff, does Jeep maybe, if, if all of that were true, and this is all speculation, but if all of that were true, does Jeep maybe have a cause of action to say, hey, you know, we, we didn't need to pay you this million or whatever we paid you for this commercial because you didn't tell us about this. And oh, by the way, we can't use that ad now. The product that you sold us your image in these ads, we can't use because of this negative attention that's now associated with you, and we're out a lot of money to produce this commercial. Look, sometimes companies pay as much to produce a commercial as some film houses do to to, to, entire to film. an entire film, right? Yeah. Millions of dollars. And so, Absolutely. you know, uh, th- this could be problematic if there was such a clause. We'll, we'll keep tabs on it. Yeah, the Robin Hood. Let's jump to Robin sure. Hood really quick because we got so much to cover in, in the next half hour. The Robin Hood is a, as we talked about, is a trading site for I'm going to say the amateurs or, or people that uh, without being charged. Uh, and and what has happened is obviously the most important and famous thing where they really have have gotten some traction is the famous GameStop, AMC Entertainment, and Tesla. Uh, stocks that went through these people in Robinhood that kind of said, you know what, you know, and it wasn't actually Robinhood that put it out, but it was Reddit, right? That, it, it, that there was, was a guy on Reddit that promoted yes. those stocks, and and they got so big that Robinhood temporarily suspended the ability right. of the average right. person to trade to sell, while at the same the, time allowing hedge fund managers to sell. So yeah, so anyway, a, that's how that kind of yeah. all got started with Robinhood. But this is actually prior to that is. Apparently, there are amateurs that are actually trading on Robinhood, and and a sad uh, situation was a young man, age 20 years old, took his life, and there's a lawsuit suing uh, them concerning, uh, saying that that they he basically was confused and duped to to thinking that he had lost $700,000, and uh, it was Robinhood's fault for not being able to. I guess well, I can go through the, the, the details. It says, aggressive, number one, aggressive tactics and strategy to lure inexperienced and unsophisticated investors, right? Uh, they also argue that people with little, no investment, they have little or no investment guidance. Um, and, and they said that's what caused their son to get depression and basically commit suicide. Obviously, they come back and say, no, that's not the case. They actually kind of felt bad. Uh, apparently, the facts, they come in and say, yeah, we've made some changes, and et cetera, et cetera. But uh, um, apparently, what happened is, was this young man received emails from Robin Hood you know, around 11 p.m. on June 11th, informing him that uh, his account, uh, he lost some money in his account, and he had to pay $700,000 in shares. And apparently, it was a uh, it was an option. Yes, yeah, so he he, not... he wasn't doing the the uh, very basic uh, buy low, sell high right. stuff. Like I, I bought hundred shares for hundred bucks, and now I'm going to sell them because the stock price is up to five hundred bucks. Great! Ooh, look at me, I got a lot of money. Or vice versa. He was doing options trading, right? Which, if you don't know what you're doing with options trading, you can get hit with a lot. Essentially, you're using house money. You use you're trading on the benefit uh, right. and, and the uh, the idea that a stock is going to go somewhere, but you're not actually fronting the money. However, if the time comes where you now have to make good on that option, you have to fund the account and the amount. And apparently, he got a notice saying, uh, guess what? 
you uh, you pretty much owe seven hundred thousand bucks. Seven thirty, yeah. Your negative balance seven thirty, yeah. and pay one hundred seventy eight grand within seven days. And, and the problem was the notice came in, but the option wasn't due at that time. It was a premature notice. I need to understand the family, so it freaked the kid out. He thinking, oh my gosh, I owe three quarters of a million bucks, and for whatever reason, he thought that his only option was to uh, his only option was to take his life. And it turned out that he didn't owe all of that. But the question I think the family has and other folks have is, how is it that Robin Hood would allow an unsophisticated investor even get close to the potential of owing three quarters of a million dollars in options trading? Despite the fact that he didn't actually owe it, how could you even come close to that level of risk and, you know... Look, options trading can be confusing. This guy thought that he could try it. I would be curious to know what his experience level was prior to this. They're saying Not he much. was. They're Not saying much. that he was a novice, but still, um, he, he had to get into it somehow. Was something going on? I, I just. Ultimately, said, ultimately, I don't think Robin Hood is liable. My personal feeling is right. I don't think Robin Hood is liable. Eat you alive. The sharks, yeah. sharks look for guys like him. Right. Yeah. But they said they basically said, Robin, we're devastated. We're going to add more educational materials. We've got new financial criteria. Um, you know, so they also added a live voice support. But I didn't realize that uh, Massachusetts is coming after them and saying they violated securities laws. In December, they brought that up. And so Massachusetts is saying that uh, um, the exchange trade funds are so cheap and easy uh, and make it kind of make more fun that uh, unsophisticated investors come in and they buy this and don't know what they're doing. And so we're going to see what's happened here. But look, Robinhood, uh, you know, uh, made those huge changes in the broker. It's a huge change in the brokerage industry right, right now. They are shaking things up because it's the new um, discounted – I'm not going to say Walmart, but anybody can come in and, and trade. And, and and I I don't do this, so I don't understand The Main Street all. traders. With their, and yeah. really, with so many people being home, I, I was facetious earlier yes, saying right. people staying home because of COVID. That's true. A lot of people are staying home, and they're saying, what can I do productive? Well, maybe I'll just go try to trade some stocks, and yeah. that has happened a lot. I think yeah. the, the biggest area of liability for Robinhood in this case is the fact that they sent him notices yes. telling him that he owed certain amounts, right. and when in actuality yes. he didn't owe anything because he had more than enough in his account to cover it. So they freaked him out for no reason at all based upon their automated system. And it was misleading. And it was misleading. Yes. There was nobody on customer support for him to talk to. After trying to make those calls, he gets another thing, another notice saying you owe 178,000 bucks when he didn't owe anything. But is it right. foreseeable he would have committed suicide? That's what they. That's one issue they have to the, plaintiffs have to say well, okay well let's assume that's true i mean it, how is it it's a slippery slope how are we liable for his, his well taking his our life? argument would be during the great depression yeah people were committing suicide all the yeah. time when they lost everything they believed they were yeah. you know destitute and so yeah it would F- be foreseeable financial ruin is one of the leading causes of suicide. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and again, yeah. Exhibit number one. Should they put the a The crash no- of 1929. Right, look right. what happened. Yeah. 2008. Should they, should, they, yeah. should they put a notice up yes. there that said, don't use this if you're prone to feeling depressed? I mean, how can they stop yes. people who are suicidal from doing that? That's the core issue to me. It's not whether people lose hope and think there's, you know, seek a permanent solution to temporary problems, but how can the company screen out those people from getting in there and being involved. Yeah, because if they start asking for uh, mental health issues and they don't let you open an account, 
account. Now they're going to be sued because you're discriminating against me because of a men mental competency. That's my point. That's they're just what I was saying. Thank you. Anheuser-Busch and Meghan Markle. We're going to talk about those cases when we come back. Wait, are they related in any way? No. no. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming up here in just a few minutes. If you stay right there, Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds at the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Watch a hundred feet of cloth washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack. will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the quick quack car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road, come visit the duck at the Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y-Lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. 
ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Ever wonder how the credit card companies make their money? Well, think about this. If you owe $25,000 on five different credit cards and you make your minimum payments every month, Here's what it's going to cost you. Are you sitting down? You'll shell out over 13 grand in additional interest, and it's going to take over 13 years to pay off your original $25,000 balance. That's how they make money. Now it's your turn to fight back by calling the Debt Solutions Network. We'll work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. We promise we can and will reduce your debt. Call right now for a free 15-minute debt analysis. 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. That's 866-451-DEBT. Stop whining. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. So you have Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Again, I'm not a drinker, so I don't know. I don't drink this stuff. But there's an Oregon base. And what they're – well, let's back up. What they are um, stating in their commercials is that they are the only uh, nationally what sold seltzer certified – USDA certified organic seltzer. Nationally. Now, that's important because, they, Denise, they keep using the word national, correct? Right. Well, guess what? In Oregon, there's a small little company called, and we're going to give them a little little bit of help here, Suzy's. Now, Suzy's, you had the website up uh, I at do. one I, time. I, I'm... Suzy's is really the first organic, um, a certified organic seltzer. But they're, but the argument for Anheuser-Busch is it's not national, and every time in their commercial, they say the word national. Now, Suzy's sued Anheuser-Busch. They right? did. Uh, but here's something. So they sued Anheuser-Busch. I'm arguably claiming that, hey, we, we're, we're, we sell national too, right? But here's the thing. You can't buy Suzy's hard seltzer on Amazon. You can't buy it. I'm, I'm on their website. And you can't buy it from the website. What you can do is you get on the website, and they have a list. You put you put in your um, address, zip code, your zip address, code. and it tells you where you can buy it within 100 miles of your zip code, right? So I put in my zip code here in California. It's hit 100 miles. I can't get it here in California. Um, and then you look further on their website, and I don't really think that they have a claim because this is on their website. Quote, we've already staked our claim in Oregon, Montana, New Jersey, Washington, and Wyoming. So that is one, two, three, four, five of the 50 states. We're in 10% of the states. Um, but there's plenty more land to plot. Fill out this form, and our smoke signal will follow you. So they do not have distributorships right. set up nationwide. They have them in five states. Now, if they're smart, they would have put it on Amazon, and then they could argue, we're worldwide. Except, and if you, you know, I don't know if you can buy alcohol on Amazon. Yeah, they might have that, I that issue. Yeah. But look, this they are not. You cannot buy this nationally. You can't have it shipped to you unless you're contacted distributor that's in one of those states. And who knows if it's applicable to that law. But I don't think that this is my personal feeling is this is not national in the same sense that if I wanted to go buy a six pack of Bud Light, I could go into any store anywhere in the country 
and probably find one. But there's and the, the reason that national is such an important word in this is because um, Anheuser-Busch is saying we are the only one that's national. And uh, the judge put in an injunction and said they can't do that because it's misleading. Yeah, and that's the whole word, misleading. That's exactly right. It, it's misleading, so, but, you know, but here's the thing. What, what, true. When I hear something that says we are the only one that sells this nationally, my first thought as a consumer is – I should be able to go buy this anywhere or or fairly close to where I live. Right. And if I live in Florida, I can't buy this. If I live in Maryland, you, you can't buy. Susie's. I cannot buy Susie's. If I lived in Maryland, I can't buy Susie's. New York, New Jersey. Uh, I can get it in New Jersey. I don't know. Springsteen wasn't drinking it, but um, uh-huh. I, I can get it in New Jersey. But I can't get it. In New Hampshire, right. I can't get it in Massachusetts. I can't can get it in get Ohio. It, can you get it on Sundays in Utah? No. <laughs> that's that's no longer the case, I think. Hey, but you know what? I, we're all over Oregon. I mean, we're all, we've got radio stations all over Oregon that carry us. But so, Susie's, you can call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234, and uh, tell us what you think. But, hey, at least we got your name out there, Susie. And, yeah, because yeah, you can get it in Oregon. Now, now they can argue. Sorry to interrupt you. They can argue, Todd, now. We are nationwide because we were on Radio Law Talk, and they talked about <laughs> us. We are a nationwide mentioned company but yes. i think th- i think this is under the like the old coors rules where there are specific distributor laws right. within states or regions where you know when I, I when i worked in michigan i came back to california for vacation and all my friends uh there your total kind of station i worked at said hey cal can you bring back a case of coors for us and i said no, I'm not going to be transport beers. I think it's illegal. It was illegal for me to bring back Coors beer. Well, back in 1929. Yeah, when the crust of the earth was cooling and the dinosaurs. <laughs> the no, what was Prohibition? 29 or something like that? Yeah, yeah something like that. Cal's, Cal's running Coors beer to everybody. All right. But <laughs> That's what of, they want. I didn't do it. You know. I know. Meghan Markle, man. Tell us the lawsuit, Denise. I know it gets a little bit complicated, but see if we can push this and get this through. Well, one of the tabloids um, out of UK, it actually disclosed pertinent parts of a letter that she wrote to her father, which was confidential in nature and never meant to be, you know, publicized. So this has been going on in in the UK courts. It was the Mail's article, the Mail articles. The Mail is a uh, tabloid, and. Um, the court heard a motion for summary judgment in her case, and she won most of that motion for summary judgment, saying that she has a right to privacy or confidentiality, if you will, um, to what she wrote to her father. Now, the male argued back that this isn't just her right, that there's two people in this confidentiality. There's Megan Markle herself and her father. So the court did reserve over that issue, and it did not yet reach the issue of damages because there's other pieces of this lawsuit that have not been decided by this motion for summary judgment. But it looks like she may have some uh, ground, and maybe it's going to get resolved. Yep. So that's it in a nutshell. It's pretty easy. Um, it is a, a privacy issue, a confidentiality issue, and we're kind of excited to see how it's going to play out. Todd, tell us about we're doing the we're doing the bam bam bam. Let's talk All about right, so, Santa Clara uh, County. So we know the U.S. Supreme Court said no, you got to let them go to church on Sunday. Santa Clara County in California said 
uh, uh, you guys are really nice there in Washington, but we're still not going to let them. That was in on the 7th of February. Uh, Tuesday or they said, Monday. nope, no indoor services, but there's been a few developments. I know. Uh, let's see, two days later, a federal judge issued an injunction saying, nope, you got to allow people in with 20% capacity. Right, 25 then, or 25. Uh, uh, actually, what I'm looking here says resume 20. at 20% capacity. Yep. Okay. And so fair. then after that, and you got to do that uh, immediately, which was kind of interesting when a ruling comes down, you got to let them go to church immediately on a Tuesday. It's like, yeah, uh, church, that church was two days ago. Um, and then two days after that, the appellate, federal appellate court said, well, I'll tell you what, they don't have to reopen. We're going to suspend that order pending a hearing on whether or not it needs it to happen. It was so clear to the Supreme Court. And what it comes down to is people don't realize what it comes down to is uh, they're not saying you have to have the churches open. But if you allow other businesses and anything else at 25% capacity, then the churches can open at 25% capacity. And by the way, you can't chant and you can't sing, though. And, and what Santa, well, I want to go to church and chant and sing. And, and, so what, and so what Santa Clara is saying is, no, no, we think our suspension is within the guidelines of the court because we don't allow any gatherings at all. Gatherings, using my air quotes, gatherings. See, we made the 49ers have to go play their football games down in Arizona because we wouldn't even let them play football because it's a gathering. Then go to church at Walmart, sit in Walmart, and hold your services. And somehow, for their definition, they don't view going to Walmart or supermarkets as a gathering. And ask Walmart to turn on the big screen so you can watch the game on the screen while you're having church. Absolutely. And I, they I mean, actually make, we don't, will not allow for the screens to be used at yeah. all. Yeah. Just so I, you know. So they're, they're trying to fight this. I think they, they're going to, you know, they're taking advantage of the fact that the Supreme Court had four different decisions and there were kind of divisiveness in the Supreme Court, although they all agreed and the majority agreed that the churches should open at 25%. You know what? And by the way, we're doing a lot of these are parodies. We're having fun with it. Don't take us too serious. We're having a good time. So, But anyway, Cal, this is the whole reason people wait till the third hour. Why do they wait till the very end of the third hour? Well, if, they... it were, if it were me, I know I would be waiting to hear your quick takes. You want to start the talk? Sure. I, you know, look, Walmart, I think you can kill two birds with one stone in Santa Clara County. People can already come to your store, so call them Hallelujah Rollback Pricing. They feel like they're going to church. That's exactly right. <laughs> nice one. Fred Penny, what is your uh, My quick, quick take is so good. Gorilla Glue, after a possible lawsuit for using it as hairspray, please, Gorilla Glue, list on your bottle. Do not use for hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or make Gorilla Glue hair care products. Denise. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Well, all I know is I'm going to San Jose, and I'm going to test Santa Clara County's um restriction on the church at a girl good for you yep. we'll, we'll be back uh, next week thanks for joining us you have been listening to radiolawtalk.com a copyrighted presentation of radio law talk incorporated
Talk with Hollywood legend Bob Eubanks. You know, as part of Hollywood for a long time, I've seen my fair share of celebrities get in trouble with the IRS. Well, there's one name I trust, the Tax Defense Group. They're the most trusted name in tax. So if you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS, you really need to call my friends at the Tax Defense Group. Ignoring the IRS is not the solution. They can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, seize your home or business. But the Tax Defense Group could put a stop to all of that and tailor a program that would reduce your tax debt to pennies on the dollar. You gotta love that. So don't just take my word for it. Call them. Find out for yourself. They offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And they're open 24 hours a day because they know that tax debt doesn't sleep either. Call now for your free and confidential tax analysis from the most trusted name in tax. Call 800-832-1594. 800-832-1594. 